Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we joined uh, now on the line by investment analyst Lungile Malinga. Morning, Lungile. Good morning, Sakina. To you and your listeners. So the Asian markets after that uh, positive GDP numbers out of uh, Europe yesterday? Yes, the Asian markets continued um, their gains this morning, pushed through by the strong results from Apple um, in the USA, seeing the tech stocks rally. So the Apple suppliers mostly listed in Taiwan rallied. So these are the camera lens suppliers, the iPhone assemblers, as well as the semiconductor suppliers to Apple, also notable gains this morning. Gaming stocks in Hong Kong as well were also higher after the Asian gaming hub said that the gross um, gaming revenues were up 29% in July. In the U.S., we saw the ISA manufacturing index um, in expansionary territory at 56.3, and the U.S. consumer spending was also up 0.1% in June. The dollar did strengthen slightly, but was held back by the political uncertainty and the lack of fiscal spending, as well as the diminishing probability of a rate hike from the U.S. Fed. The euro GDP numbers were very strong, though. It was up 2.1% year-on-year, which further increases the probability of a possible tapering from the um, ECB. Overall, Asia is very positive this morning. We will be waiting to hear um, about India's interest rate decision um, today. Markets are expecting a cut, which will be very positive for the fastest growing economy right now um, globally. And then uh, also, of course, Moody's, uh, they came out with a statement regarding the South African Reserve Bank. Um, Are we at risk of another downgrade um, Moody's statement, um, it came out on Friday, and they highlighted that they did support the interest rate cut. Um, the cut was a justified one. We saw inflation easing. Um, we saw the PPI number last week at 4%, which is a lead indicator of CPI. And the rent has been relatively stable. So the Saab had room to cut interest rates, which should support um, short to medium-term growth in the economy, as well as help the business and consumer confidence. Moody's also expects um, further rate hikes should inflation continue on its downward trajectory. However, Sakina, cutting interest rates can only help so much, so much. So Moody's concern was that we still need structural reforms in South Africa to see sustained long-term growth in the country. So the slow progress of the structural reforms does impede potential growth in the country. Labor laws, barriers to entry, as well as pure bureaucracy makes it very hard to do business in South Africa, coupled by the fact that we've got so much much political uncertainty. So yesterday when um, the governor of the Reserve Bank, Lissitia Khanyaho, went into parliament to defend the independence of the Saab, made an example that if you are a business and you want to invest in a mine that would go into operation for 20 plus years, how do you do that in a country whose mining laws change every five years? So all of these were concerns for Moody's. And regarding Saab's independence, Moody's did think that the central bank um, functions are price stability as well as the exchange rate and the independence of core institutions such as the Reserve Bank and the political pressures in South Africa are key pillars in their assessment of the country. So it wasn't a downgrade per se, but the statement did give us um, indications of what will they be looking at when assessing us, um, our credit rating um, in the next few months. Lungile, we'll leave it for today. Thank you so much. Uh, Chat again tomorrow. Lungile Malinga is an investment analyst.